Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Banks are some of the most complex organizations in Australia. They've got a lot of customers, a lot of services, and a lot of different businesses all coming in under their banners. Then there's the technology required for them to operate in the digital economy. The Bank of Queensland is right in the middle of a $440 million technology transformation. Craig Ryman is BOQ's Chief Information Officer. Craig, welcome to Fear and Greed. Hi, Sean, and thank you for having me today. So just how big a challenge is it to update a 148-year-old organisation to ensure it's functioning and competing in a digital economy? It's super challenging. 148 years of history comes with a fair bit of complexity, and BOQ has been quite acquisitive as a bank over the years, and it's got a very proud history in its chapters where it's acquired more businesses, which has created, you know, in some respects, more opportunity, but but some legacy complexity that goes with it. Okay. Now, one of the big changes recently has been open banking. And in fact, the ACCC, the competition watchdog, recently fined Bank of Queensland for compliance failures related to open banking. What was that about? Was that just uh, open banking is such a change for we consumers because it actually makes life easier, but it must be in, in um, not being apologetic for the fine or anything like that, but like it must be difficult to get all that right when you're a business. It is. And, you know, legacy technology does hold businesses back in the digital economy, as you called out. Bank of Queensland, in relation to open banking, certainly had a real challenge to meet those new obligations. We worked really closely with the ACCC during that period and was explaining to them along the way about the challenges that we faced. Certainly, you know, one of the things that reinforces the chapter that we're in around our digital transformation is meeting those new obligations and and ones like that that we may need to meet going forward, which will be much more simpler with the digital transformation behind us. Okay, can, can you really dumb it down for someone like me, in fact? What we're talking about is so that Bank of Queen, if I'm a customer of Bank of Queensland, I might have a credit card, I might have a home loan, I may have all sorts of other products, insurance, whatever. It's kind of the whole idea is that all that works together in all the different systems. Maybe I came in from one of those organizations you acquired, like ME Bank or Virgin Money or something, that your systems kind of knows all about me. Is that sort of in very plain English? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, it's a good way to put it, Sean. You know, one of the things around the digital economy is customer expectations are changing. And, you know, what we've seen over the last 10 years is, you know, they say, you know, the old cliche that change is a constant. In my opinion, change has accelerated rapidly. And COVID, interestingly enough, has really, as we all know, accelerated the adoption of digital apps in which we go about our lives on a day-to-day basis. And certainly with both of those things, you know, the customer's expectations of how they do business with an organisation has been elevated. And so one of the things that we've done in terms of thinking about and reimagining our bank is really to put customer front and centre. And what we're building is a, is a much simpler bank, a bank where a customer may want to interact with us on a digital app, they may want to call our contact centre, or they may want to go and visit our branches. And, and we've got a really deep 
history of a franchise branch model where they're very much entrenched in the communities around Australia. Yeah. And what we want our customers to have, irrespective of how they interact with us, is a full picture of what products they might have with us and when they might start and stop a process in going mm -hmm. between, you know, online to calling up that we know exactly who they are, where they've, what they've last tried to do with us. And for us and our and our people to be able to help them in a more proactive way because we're we're using sort of data analytics and know much more about them so that we can help them in terms of their financial needs. Yeah, I mean, this whole uh, digitization must tell the bank itself and all banks much more about your customers. Yeah, it does. I mean, they say that, you know, data is sort of the new gold in the digital economy. And really what data does is, is just help businesses understand more about their customers it also allows us to personalise, you know, the experiences or the processes that they have with a with a bank. And, you know, in some respects, we're really keen to give them value back from understanding more about them and giving them some tips or help that will make it easier for them to to manage their financial products with us. Stay with me, Craig. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Craig Ryman, Chief Information Officer at the Bank of Queensland. So when you're an organisation as large as Bank of Queensland, previously I'm sure you had massive servers somewhere, but you're going into the cloud. That to me seems like a conceptually very sensible solution, but it must also throw up all sorts of security primarily, but other issues in terms of putting every all that data you have into the cloud like that. It's a really good question, Sean. Our ambition, and we've been really proud about the progress we've made on our digital transformation, but our vision is to go all in on the cloud. Yeah. And, and the reason for that is there's sort of three aspects to it which make it quite compelling. One is, you know, on these cloud platforms, you, you have global technology players that continue to update their systems on a, on a very frequent basis. And being able to access that innovation and pass it on to our customers is yeah. really an avenue that businesses compete on at the moment and going into the future. The second thing that it does is not only that continuous innovation, it gives you, if you like, unlimited scale and compute power. So where you would normally put your systems, as you called out in data centers, in order to extend your compute power, you need to put more infrastructure in. And, and effectively what it does is it takes that scalability challenge away from enterprises by using the cloud. I mean, the, probably a slight misnomer about the cloud is the security aspect you raised. You know, first and foremost, you know, a, a CIO is a chief information officer. And it's interesting we do the full circle that that actually protecting the, the data assets of our customers is one of my primary objectives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these global cloud providers, you know, their businesses and the reputation of them are highly dependent on the security services that they wrap around it. Yeah. And, you know, that what they spend on security and the sophistication that they can introduce far outweighs anything that I can spend, even in a bank the size of BOQ. And so... Yeah. You know, they're actually, if well solutioned, are, are actually more secure than the traditional methods of, of hosting systems. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm totally convinced by that argument, and I'm totally convinced by the cloud because I it just it, the, the flexibility and adaptability of the cloud is so much greater, as I understand it at least. What I want to my final couple of questions at the end of the day, what does this mean for the bank? And the second question is, what does it mean for the customer? Now, presumably, the bank can become more efficient if it does this. Yeah. Well, really, what it means to the bank is we're going to become a much simpler, a much more automated bank. We're going to create more seamless experiences for our customers, irrespective of when and how they want to do business with us. It'll enable us to continuously innovate in a much faster speed, particularly in a, in a digital economy where you know, the speed of change is just increasing day by day. It will significantly reduce through through automation and cloud capabilities. It'll it'll make us a more efficient bank in terms of how we run all of these services for our customers. And ultimately, you know, using real-time data analytics and those personalized experiences that we can deliver to our customers, we also think it will attract a new cohort of customers. And interestingly, you know, we're two years into a five-year journey and the two new apps that we put in market for Virgin Money and and for BOQ, which is, a, you know, both of them are really feature-rich on this new cloud-based platform. What we are seeing is is a changing in the demographic of, of the new customers that are being attracted to our bank. And 25% of them are under 35. And, you know, we get to see, particularly using some of the features that they're saving for homes and they're bringing with them, you know, a real saving ethos and a focus on achieving those goals. And, you know, it's great to see the demographic changing with the new capabilities that we're putting in. Yeah, I mean, and on the customer side, you've sort of answered the question about what it brings to the customer. But in a sense, it's it's almost like banking as a service a little bit more. So if I'm a customer, I have products that will help me save for a home loan or do whatever I'm trying to do, uh, rather than just see a bank as somewhere where I go in and get a home loan. I think from a customer perspective, these days, customers want to choose the way they want to interact. When they do interact, they want to be once and done. They want you to make it really easy and simple for them, not make it difficult. And ultimately, they want to get great service in moments of truth. And particularly with financial services, customers, there are customers out there that will always want to speak to someone, you know, particularly when they're taking out you know, a mortgage, which you know is something that will change their lives and that they're making big commitments on and, you know, the the people aspect of the BOQ business, the people that work in our contact centres and the, and the branches, it'll provide them with an ability to spend more time on the customer because more of the day-to-day processes that they do today will be automated. And so, you know, in moments of truth, our ability to deliver those personalised experiences are going to be far higher than, than they would under a traditional bank. Craig, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Thank you, Sean. That was Craig Ryman, Chief Information Officer at the Bank of Queensland. This is a Fear and Greed Daily interview. Remember, you should get professional advice before making any investment decisions. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your day.